Brands on Brands. What's up, everybody? This week, we talk about cover art for your podcast. That's right. We're talking about your podcast artwork, how to make it, what to think about when designing it, and all the things you need to know to make the one that is going to be best for your show. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach. And I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way to thrive tomorrow. Appreciate you being here. Today, we're talking about your podcast cover art, how to make it, what my tips are for standing out with your show. For those of you that are new, just want to make sure that you have a chance. If you want to refer back to the lessons of today, check out the blog, brandsonbrands.com forward slash blog. Check out today's episode uh, for this show and others. And if you'd like to know, for those of you out there who have a podcast and want to know how to turn that one hour of content into one month of content, especially for all you podcasters and content creators out there, I've created a step-by-step guide just for you all about repurposing content. Download it now at my free resources page at brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources. Now, let's jump into the show. Brands on Brands. Today, we're talking about podcast cover art tips. Why are we talking about this? Well, your podcast cover art is the first thing your potential audience will see when choosing your show. That's right. This is how they go about deciding. Is it your show? Is it someone else's show? The ability of the artwork to grab the attention of the right people for your show determines the popularity of your show. Your artwork also conveys what your show is about. It tells people this is what you should expect on today's show. And it contributes to the findability for future repeat listeners. So for the people that already have decided they want to watch your show, The artwork is how they find it. It's how they go quickly, sift through all the other shows and say, oh yeah, this is the one I want to listen to again. So this is what we're talking about today. This is why it's so important to think about the design of your podcast cover art and not just throw up something quickly. So here's a few lessons we're going to go through today. We're going to talk about what is it that makes your cover art stand out to people who are trying to find something for them. We're going to talk about what's it about, cover art that helps people answer the question, is this for me? And also, is it any good? So we'll we'll go through some of those ideas, but let's, let's jump into it. First off, your cover art needs to help show people what your show is about. First and foremost, it's all about context. You have to, with your artwork in a very quick image in that 1000 by 1000 pixel square, which on your phone might be as small as a quarter, right? a 25 cent quarter uh, in that small square, you've got to let people know what the show is about so that when they, if they are looking for something specific, they find you, right? If your show is about technology, your cover has to convey that with that little square image. It should be able to have a title that's legible that you can read that says something that says, this is the show about technology and it should have imagery that supports that as well. That if you just didn't have a chance to read it, but you just glimpsed at it, 
you would have a sense of the type of show you're listening to. That's context. Uh, and clarity as well. Clarity meaning that with that image, you should be very clear on what the show is going to be about. In other words, if it's a tech show and you have it in the title, but you suddenly have a bunch of baseball uh, imagery uh, or something like that, which is something I've talked about with clients before, though it might be a good idea uh, in terms of how the style, your style might be and the fun things you want to bring personality-wise to the show, it's confusing to your audience. They don't know if it's a baseball show or a tech show, or if it's about tech within baseball. Like the simple things you do can be confusing. So making sure you have clarity of message in the images you use, as well as in your, the words you use in your title is important. So number one, you have to be able to convey what's it about. What's your show about? That's the number one thing that your cover art needs to do. Number two thing, you have to answer the question, is this show for me? So for example, in your cover art, if you have, like we said, a tech show, but that tech show is for beginners versus advanced that needs to be conveyed. You can use the word for beginners, or you can do something with the imagery to convey that. One of the very popular books out there is the series of books that says, you know, such and such for dummies. It could be investing for dummies. It could be technology for dummies or PowerPoint for dummies. That series is very effective because everyone that sees that, that brand and that title knows this is for beginners. This is for people starting out where they're going to, we're going to cover the basics and we're going to understand what it's about. So identifying what your show is about in your cover art was number one. But number two is it has to convey, is this show for me? Because if it's not, I'd rather sign up for the show that is. And it's okay if that means that you're sending people away because you're sending the wrong people away. They're going to stop listening anyway. And they might be a little mad that you tricked them into listening to your show for you know 10 seconds. And then they turned it on and were like, this wasn't what I thought it was at all. So you have to, you have, to have clarity that not just in what your show is about, but also who it's for. So is it for me is the second question your cover art should answer. Another example of this is sometimes it's not just for beginners or for experts. Sometimes it's for a very specific group of people. Like this is for, like we have marketing shows that do this a lot. Like that marketing could be for anybody, but if you say for entrepreneurs, um, sure, those lessons could be applied to anybody, but you know that who you are speaking to when you are talking. Like I am specifically going to gear all my personality and ideas towards this set of people because that's who I want to help. And though the content might be applicable to everybody, the people that you're hoping to have as customers know that you are specifically talking to them. Uh, and it just helps you with the conversation. But conveying that in the cover is something that's going to help you bring more people in that are exactly for you. Okay. Number three thing. Number one was, what's it about? Number two is, is it for me? And number three is, is it any good? Now, as I can imagine, you're probably wondering, how is a square image of my show going to convey to people that the show is any good, right? But think about this. If you have two shows to choose from and one show's cover art is an obvious, like someone took the phone with a selfie, you know, with, with an iPhone or whatever it is, and they, they took a selfie of themselves and then they just added a label of, you know, the text that says the show title with no other editing. And you compared that to a professionally graphically designed show. That in other words, it had an image that was taken by a professional photographer. So it's crisp and well, and the lighting and color is correct. And the design of the background is well thought about. It has a prominent color palette. It has text that the font was, you know, obviously designed in a way that stands out. And you add all these elements together, you're going to say, okay, well, obviously one show was an amateur show and the other one's a professional show. You might, if you're looking for that kind of advice, choose a more professional show. 
Why is that? Well, because if you're looking for help with something, especially for the expert type shows, you're going to be hopefully going to someone who seems like they've put this together in a thoughtful way, as opposed to a hobby, right? There's plenty of people who start podcasts as hobbies. That's great, but that's going to come through in your imagery. And if that's not your intention, then you need to think about how am I designing the show? The packaging matters, just like a book cover for a book. If it is just someone drew on it with crayon and wrote the title out and then put it on the bookshelf versus a book that was professionally designed as a cover, people will judge that. People will judge the book literally by its cover and choose the one that seems more professionally written because they're guessing if you put the attention into the cover, maybe you've taken the time to put the attention to what's inside as well. Just like if you couldn't even take the time to design the cover well, you're probably not following through with the, the content being professionally built either and making it valuable. So is it any good? Is your show any good? Can be answered sometimes with just the cover art alone. So give yourself the chance to not be judged right off the beginning by having bad cover art. Choose something that gives you some professionalism. Also, is it any good? Uh, one of the judgments of that is how you position yourself versus your competition, right? So anytime they search for something for a show, you're going to be compared to other people, to other shows. So if you look at the shows in your category, figure out what is it that is, A, what are some of the normal best practices that convey that this is the right subject matter for the show? So if it is a a show about investing, for example, like I looked up today, a stock market, right? And I found a bunch of investing shows. Some of them with both the imagery and the words, you know, we're conveying, you know, we give investing tips, some of our advice and, and the ways to think about it. The others were obviously shows that were built saying, you know, we are just giving you some behind the scenes of what I do, like some more like friendly advice. And that positioning is different. Like I want to go with the authority in the space, not someone who's looking at this as a hobby, which is what we talked about. And is it for me or in the, is it any good credibility piece? It's not just professional. I want to know that you can back up what you say. And if you're in a suit And you maybe have some kind of uh, credibility stamped on your cover in some way, shape or form, whether it be, um, you know, like maybe you have like the word doctor or something, whatever that might be, or you're supported by a professional brand, whatever that is, that credibility will come through because of how you've positioned it. And then the last is if I'm comparing you, like I said, to other competitors, I'm going to look at like, what stands out? Does this person like pop off the page and, and does it speak to me or does it stand out? And if everything is you know, gray backgrounds with an image of the person's face and a title that says investing, uh, that all kind of looks the same. And if, but if then one of them is, you know, a bright background, that's, you know, like investing ideas for today's entrepreneur, like that might stand out to me. And especially with the color pop, my eyes going to be drawn to that. So I'm more prone to actually read what the title says. Sometimes you got to catch their eye and then deliver what the imagery is. It's going to Uh, give the context for the show. So thinking about the, you know, uh, how people actually search for things and where their eyes are going and how you get the attention is important. And yes, we're again, just talking about a small square image that is how people decide on your show, but you have to give yourself the chance to be found. And the one way to do that is to really think about these ideas of, you know, how you're representing yourself with your image. And To that point, there's a couple of things that we'll just maybe tack on here because those are the main three. One is that uh, in terms of making it look good, having something that's 
well-designed and, you know, well-designed graphics and crisp imagery is a part of this. So again, professional photography, but also crisp imagery that is the right resolution. In other words, it is not pixelated. It's not blurry. It is crisp. It is well-lit. That type of imagery uh, you can get hire a professional photographer. If you're going to be doing a show, you might as well have the assets you need because you're going to be promoting this on social media, on your website, and in your cover art. Get a professional photographer to take pictures of you that will be well used in something like a cover art. And then also add in the, the graphic design you need to fix the coloring, find the right shading. And so it's not just your face a solid background and words, like have someone that puts some thought into what that looks like overall. And then lastly, specifications. This, you know, I'm not going to give you what the specs are for your exact podcast cover art and the things to avoid and not avoid, but you should be Googling this. Go to, you know, Apple cover art specs and they'll tell you this is how many pixels it needs to be for it to be considered uh, and to, to show up. And these are the, the sizes you need for re resizing. These are the the words you can and can't say on the cover. Here's the images you can or cannot use on the cover. Uh, you know, obviously don't plagiarize or use cover art that you're not approved or images you're not approved to use because you don't have the copyright or the trademark or whatever the, the thing is. You don't have the rights to use their information. Obviously go through all that because what's the point of putting all the effort into designing this thing if you're just going to get banned when you go to submit? So follow the specs, but Google that. You'll figure that out. You know, don't get all the way to the finish line and then, and then stop uh, flat at the end. But those things I think are what no one's talking about. A lot of people will tell you, oh, just go into a graphic design tool like Canva, grab a background, pop your picture on it, throw your title in, and you're good to go. And while, yes, it is that easy to do, sometimes that is going to be the difference between your show looking like an amateur show and like a professional show. And I'll tell you, when I did the search for like stock market podcasts, it was very obvious. You know, one of the shows, not I won't pick on them and give you the title. But it was instead of, you know, like most of them being either just words or words in a professional photo, it was, it was like a picture of a beach and the words had nothing to do with investing. The title, you know, was like seize the day or something like that. And then it said, you know, you get to the description and it was like, you know, personal investing tips. And I was like, how is this even connected? I was so confused. And sure enough, I go look at the show and it had, it lasted maybe 20 episodes. And then, you know, it was like the last episode was like, this is the end because they didn't keep the show going. Why? Because people weren't listening. No one, you know, that I'm sure went to look for the show, thought this is the show for me because it wasn't professionally done. Obviously they didn't put the effort into the design of the cover, which backs up, you know, they probably didn't put the, the, the effort into the actual content of the show either to commit to doing this long-term. So think about that. You are being not judged, but you are being selected from a pool of options. So put yourself in the best position to be chosen by the people that are looking for a show like yours. That's what I got for you guys today. If you've got a great podcast idea, you know, this cover art option I'm sure was helpful, but what I would say is if you're looking for ideas, or you're getting stuck and you're not quite there yet, uh, go back to episode 150, where I gave you the top 10 podcasting ideas for beginners for how to get a show like yours going. You can check that out, episode 150. And then beyond that, if you aren't sure still what your idea should be, you know, how to format it, where exactly to go to dive deeper into your niche, uh, let's chat. I help people like this all the time with these exact problems. Go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach and let's set up a chat. I'd love to hear what your idea is. And if you enjoyed the show today, I appreciate you guys. Take a screen grab, tag me on Instagram. I will I communicate there in the DMs. 
uh, I will comment. My Instagram handle is at Brandon Berkmeyer. And remember, guys, after all this, I mean, building your brand is a journey. So take these little steps each day and move forward. I give you these bite-sized tips so that you can actually execute on them. I hope these tactics we shared today were helpful. And as always, thank you for listening and I will catch you all next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to brandsonbrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandsonbrands.com.